Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. All better audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention. This is a production from... The 4077, making audio sound all better. But that is all. From the personal journals of Erasmus Faustus Jr., Doc Faustus and the Frankenstein Factory. Tonight's episode Last Stand in Cedar City. What has gone before? Bosferatu has ransomed the life of a child for the surrender of Doc and the Secret Six. Mary Jane was the first to walk out onto the street. When the monster released the child, the little one ran to the girl with the sword for comfort. Behind her was Doc Thursday, JJ, Matt, Mr. Mike, and Baxter. The growling of the things increased, and now it came from all sides. The group was ringed by at least ten of the giant beasts. Then, to celebrate, we'll toss the lot into the vats. Before the first of the monstrosities could take a step, Mary Jane had taken a piece of leather from behind her back and strapped the child in it. Doc Thursday shot the last of his arrows over the heads of the oncoming creatures, but this one was strung with the amazing unbreakable wire that had been used to swing the gargoyles earlier. JJ threaded the wire through the harness, and with the quickness of thought, the child was lifted into the air. All eyes followed the little girl as she flew to the top of the factory and into the arms of Doc Faustus. Clinging to his massive legs were the other children, every one safe and sound. Faustus handed the little girl to Igloo Magoo. With fatherly concern, the little man took the girl and the other children and disappeared. Did I have him killed? Well, he's on our side now. And he will protect those children with his very life. Most men, believe it or not, would rather be good guys. Doc tied off the wire on an outcropping of granite, and then swung down to join his compatriots.
damn Magoo! I'm sorry Rennie wasn't here to see this. After a momentary flurry of action, the street was silent. Seven pairs of eyes scanned the scene. The Allies of Science stood in a back-to-back circle, and around the ring were the littered corpses of blue-green giants. Not one of those gargantuan creatures showed any sign of ever moving again. Now that was our second fastest fight. Longtime listeners will remember Doc Faustus and the pacifists of Pago Pago. We still have one foe left to bring down. As they burst through the door, they saw Feratu trying to climb out a window on the far wall. No, 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 no. That won't work. Oh man, you can smell his breath from here. The beast jumped from the window onto a catwalk. Doc and his companions encircled the floor under him. Every direction he attempted to move, he was countered. Now, Doc and Mary Jane were on the catwalk itself, closing in on him. They were now all over the chemical vats. Doc jumped to grab the creature's arm. And encountering, the thing fell off the catwalk. Neither Doc nor Mary Jane could catch him. As the thing sank into the bubbling cauldron of evil, the scent of sulfur filled the air. Doc stood, leaning on the rail, and looked down. Thus ever, evil ends. Doc and his friends in this moment of triumph had no idea that in just days they would encounter a hideous evil that would only be named in the shadows as Dumpt, the thing that walked like a man. But for this moment, let us hope that it should ever be thus, as Doc Faustus and the Secret Science Six are there to stand guard for America and humanity in that order. Doc Faustus and the Frankenstein Factory, Chapter 10, Last Stand in Cedar City, was written by C. Wayne Owens and produced by Victor Aurelius. It starred Jeff Niles as Boss Ferratu, Julian Bain as Doc Faustus, Carrie Michael Ayers as Baxter Platt, John Bell as Hinky, aka Dangerous Dan Magoo, Matt Weller as Mike McAvoy, Gary Scales as MTB, Melody Gaines as Mary Jane Rhubarb, Pete Lutz as Dr. Thursday, Wayne Hayward as James Jesse, and Victor Aurelius as the narrator. Music by Kevin McLeod. Copyright C. Wayne Owens, The 4077th, and All Better Audio, 2017.
visit our website at the477th.blogspot.com. This has been an all-better audio production. This production was set together by, by the 477. Make audio sound all better. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.